0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Seth. We have our first sponsor today, and it's a fantastic gentleman named Alex Hillman, good friend of mine. He released a book earlier this fall called The Tiny MBA, 100 Very Short Lessons About the Long Game of Business. It's all about business and sales and why people buy money and success, branding and marketing, professional decision-making, investments, dealing with your clients. And for those who don't know Alex, he started Indie Hall. I think it's one of the first, or if not the first co-working spaces in Philly, as well as in the nation, if not the world. This book is fantastic. It is 107 pages full of great knowledge. You can get through it in a half an hour, but you're going to want to go back again and again. You can pick this up at socl.bz slash tinymba. That's socl.bz slash tinymba. I can't put it down. You won't be able to either. Check it out. Socl.bz slash tinymba. Thanks, guys, and thanks, Alex, for sponsoring the show. or listening to the Digital Marketing Dive Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of the Digital Marketing Dive Podcast. I'm Seth with with Goldstein Media, and usually with me is the always amazing, talented, kick-ass Shannon of Diam Business Consulting, but unfortunately her computer has decided to self-destruct and she's currently on the hunt for a new one. So she'll be missed today, but she will be on next week, which will be, she'll be on before next week because this is actually out two weeks later, but you know, she'll have a computer very fast. But today it's a thrill. We have Matt Medeiros, the director of podcasting success. Now I like that title, podcaster, podcaster success at Casto's. Who also happens to be a who happens to be our podcaster, podcasting host of choice. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We're very pleased with you guys. Um, the full disclosure: being a former journalist, I have to say, you know, it's that way. Um, he is also an avid, a prolific podcaster himself. His main—I don't know if this is—you can call it your main podcast anymore, but the one I think you're known for is the Matt Report. That's correct. And then you also have south coast fm is that still going
0: south coast fm the wp minute.com oh and- i love the wp minute today <laughs> that one
1: was awesome today
0: yeah and ran- and randomly doing the random show at right oh,
1: i forgot about the random show and you do audience oh my god and do i do the
0: audience of- podcast
1: let me guess you hate podcasting
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i still do it but i do it
1: oh my god what's well, your job now so I guess yeah you can- quite I, gotta put those, I gotta make sure i put the random show and that's with brad williams Another WordPresser who is well known in the community. So, today we're going to
0: talk about knitting, right? Yeah, I love it. Crocheting, knitting, hats, gloves. Blankets. Exactly.
1: Nothing about WordPress, nothing about podcasting, <laughs> just about knitting, and crochet. No. Today we're going to talk about podcasting and how it can be used for the businesses to drive traffic to your site, increase ROI, and brand awareness, and so much more. And I think that I even put some WordPress in there as well because we. That's how, that's how I know Matt from. I know Matt from the WordPress ecosystem. So so let's get with the party started. So Matt, who the heck are you?
0: Yeah, so as you mentioned, I do a bunch of podcasts. I grew up in uh, the car industry. My family owned... Uh, well, they were one of the very first dealerships to come to open up uh, a Mazda dealership back in the seventies. Uh, my grandfather started it. Grew up in the car industry. My father and his uncles ran it for, uh, or my uncles ran it for a while. They became a Chevy and uh, GM dealership, and we left that business um, a few years actually before the 2008 financial crisis. When oh, good timing! Quite literally, all of the uh, all of the automakers went under except for Ford. Uh, and, uh, we, so we got out of that. We started a digital agency. This is probably like at the cusp of 2000, end of 2006, 2007. Um, I was exiting a local ISP. It's an internet service provider. Uh, I was the head of product at the time and started this digital agency with my dad after he got out of the auto industry. And I ran that with him for almost a decade. Uh, that's where I started the Mariport podcast. That's where I got a lot of uh, my digital chops down wow. and um, went full time at a sales role at a hosting company in WordPress called Pagely oh, for I a few that. I years. Were there, Yeah. Yeah. A few years right when I was uh, having my children. Uh, you know, when you're, as anyone who's listening, who's an entrepreneur, a business builder, especially a digital agency, Seth, as you know, cash flow, stress, you have a team, you have. Hey, what payroll. is cash flow? <laughs> It's it's just like you are only as good as that last job. Mm-hmm. And when I had kids, I'm like, you know, I need something a little bit more stable for the old brain cells. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I went back Absolutely. to, quote unquote, work full time uh, at Pagely. The agency still runs. Uh, it still operates. Oh, My really? It runs it. Yep. That's um, good. Still pays the team. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to remove this burden of myself from this and go full time. And then uh, Craig, uh, founder and, and owner of Castos. Uh, approached me. We've known each other for years. And then he approached me mid last summer and he was like, Hey, man, I'm opening up probably what's the perfect role for you here. Wow. And uh, yeah, somebody who's into podcasting, somebody who knows sales, somebody who knows product and marketing. Yeah, you kind of are the perfect fit. <laughs> would you want to take this role? And I said, Yeah, I do. Actually, it sounds great. So that's where I'm at today at Castos. So, how's your, so you're the d- digital agency. That's kind of how you
1: found your way to WordPress, I assume. But how did you find your way into po- like I mean, podcasts have been around since '05. Oh, well, whenever the iPod really started. I mean, they were mm-hmm. on before then, but not really yeah. syndicated. How did yeah. you enjoy the audio and podcasting?
0: Uh, so uh, when I was working at that ISP, is is roughly when you when you mentioned podcasting sort of. Uh, was released. and I was heavy into learning things like Linux and open source, mm-hmm. and that's how I got into technology. Uh, there was I think the Linux show is what it was called, which was one of the very first podcasts that was out there. And I just tuned into that just to learn Linux and open source. Um, and then when I started the agency, I quickly learned uh, from my local WordPress meetup. there was a lot of, as we know today, heavy hitters in the WordPress space, so Jake mm-hmm. Goldman of Tenup. Um, Jay Tripp uh, who now works for Sand Hills Development uh, a few of the folks that now work for Jetpack who originally worked with me at my agency that I had oh, hired Oh really? Yeah, we wow. were all in the same circle and when I saw when I started my agency and I saw how fast uh, Jake Goldman was growing in his agency TenUp I just okay as any business person does you sort of uh, reverse engineer their success you say how are they doing this and I realized quickly that he just had a ton of connections in the WordPress space mm-hmm. as Young as the WordPress space was back then, you know, he had big brands just knocking on, you know, Matt Mullenweg's door or even his door, like, hey, we're looking for a developer to build us techcrunch.com or, you know, properties at Yahoo. And I saw how fast he was making those connections. And I was like, how? Like, I'm not an engineer. I don't have a team of like a big team of people working for me yet. How am I going to get known in this space, and how am I going to make connections? Yeah, and um, I was big into listening to a podcast called Mixer G, and I was like, maybe I'll. Oh, my Mixer first G thought, is yeah, this still first, going? Oh yeah, yep, two thousand plus episodes. Wow. My first thought was maybe I'll do a blog uh, and just like interview people and connect with people that way. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I said into Mixer G, then I thought to myself, well, maybe you can try to be like the Mixer G of WordPress to like quite literally the first three episodes that i recorded i was i was doing it like the same style the same intro as as andrew hey. at mix um, imitation g um best sort of yeah it's the best
1: kind of um of you know flattery is imitation i mean that's how you learn yeah and you know, so yeah what,
0: that's that's how it all started
1: yes i mean i think that's what a lot of people have to realize when they start podcasts is is getting into things what, listen to your favorite podcast listen to a few podcasts and then Model yourself off of people and then adjust it to fit you. I mean, would you agree with that? I
0: agree 100%.
1: Yeah. So I, I know I, I've suggested, I mean, I've been podcasting since some version since 2010. Once I found it, I was like, all right, I have to figure out how to do this. This sounds like totally fun. So I, um, but one thing I, I noticed is that it's, it can be quite daunting for people that aren't technologically sound. I mean, they now with Anchor, a lot more people can do it for better, for worse. What tips do you have for people from your experience as a podcaster and casters for for people getting into the world about their show? Like, how can you like? What suggestions do you have is just like just get started, or like like what do you suggest they do?
0: Yeah, well, number one, you should care and don't care at the same time. <laughs> so you is know, right do enigma, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, let's not sweat all of the fine details in the beginning, knowing that the most important thing is that you're getting your show out there it's like sitting back and like i'm gonna go i want to run a 5k one day and you're just thinking about running sitting on the couch and like maybe i'll mm-hmm. research shoes and and running gear and, and and headphones to listen to music and you're just sitting there researching and doing all this yeah. stuff and you're not even just trying to walk down the street yet to stretch your <laughs> legs out um that's the same thing with podcasting so you get your content out let's not sweat the finer details, but at the same time, take in every episode. And I still literally take in every episode I do for all of my podcasts wow, and man. find the areas that I want to improve in. Um, and, you know, you just, again, it doesn't need to be expensive. You don't have to spend, sync all yeah. this money. We'd love you to spend 190 bucks for the year at Castos <laughs> to host your hey, podcast because yeah. um, you own your content and all that fun stuff. But, you know, you don't need to invest a ton of money into it. And you don't always always have to overthink it. Um, you know, unless yeah. you're going into like this super competitive space and and you're you're being very calculated about it. I I can understand that. Uh but if you're starting out with no little to no audience, just get it going. Start stretching that muscle and, and keep it going and improve at every at every episode as best you can.
1: Yeah I like to tell people this is not NPR, you're not Terry Gross. Right. It's just you're not and I mean she is a pod, I mean, her fresh air is made into a made into a podcast after it was a radio show. So I mean different caliber, different different genre really. It's just audio, but it's different genre. You yeah. know, that being said, um and so, there's a ton
0: of there's I mean not only do you does you know somebody like a Terry Gross or a guy res or any of these sort of notable uh Audio figures, not even just podcasters, but audio figures. Yeah. Not only other decades of experience. There's just teams of people, you know. Yeah, and you, from, they don't
1: edit their own podcast, right? They yeah, don't edit yeah.
0: their own podcast. They show up to make audio. They're not making audio and running a business at the same time, oh. you know, to a certain degree.
1: And so once the podcast is recorded, and, and then they go to cast those. You know, if they're smart, you know, they go to cast those, or they go to any of the other hosting providers, even Anchor, and it's distributed. What tips do you have for people you know, from your experience as a podcaster to gain the word out about their show? I mean, because it's kind of one of the things about a website. You build a website and no one's there to hear it. Does it, does it exist? Does tree fall in the woods kind of analogy? Same thing with a podcast. You can talk into a microphone all day long. No one knows it's there. Is it yeah. there?
0: Yeah. So it, pulling on the same thread of time yeah. and commitment and mm-hmm. energy when I talk to folks at Castos, one of the first questions I'll ask uh, when they're thinking about getting started with a podcast is, you know, how many episodes do you think you can do a month? And oftentimes they'll say, well, look, the, it'll always start with the most I can do is two a month for a month. And I'll always just try to, if they're brand new to this and they don't have an audience um, and if this is really not a B2B kind of mm-hmm. thing, uh, cut that in half and spend double the time on or spend that extra time on promoting the show as much as you can. So don't, don't worry about pushing out as much content as possible, put out half the content you think you can dedicate and then spend that other half, just really promoting it. Um, Because if you can only do, if you can do four a month and you're already maxed out and you're stressed and you're worried about it, Mm -hmm. do two and just, prepare auto tweets, prepare uh, unique LinkedIn posts, Facebook posts, mm-hmm. whatever you want to be in social or curate a better email list mm-hmm. um, that you can really spend at, at a good hour or so crafting a, a narrative in an email um, newsletter. That's going to be supplemental or a value add to the podcast. Yeah. In, in my opinion, all things should lead back to an email list. Um, and if you can s- spend that extra time that you would have been just cranking out another episode, spending it on your promotion and your other marketing assets, I think goes goes a, a long way.
1: Uh, that's, I mean, that's amazing advice. I mean, that's why I always find that people need to really focus on promotion and, and also, n- but also not stress out themselves on the on the podcast. We re- were releasing these weekly, and Shannon and I looked at each other, we're like, "Well, that was ambitious." yeah and we eventually made an announcement i think it was it's gonna be on this net this episode tomorrow with um seth halpern who's over at wp engine and we said we're coming back to two episodes a month like we originally started but it all started when we were like we had people like rand fishkin on the show we had mark schaefer on the show and we're like oh my god we gotta get these out sooner we gotta get these out sooner because these are so great we want to share them we want to share them and we got we're like oh, we have to run our business Right. <laughs> we have other things to do. We have families to, you know. I have an eight-year-old. Yeah. She has teenagers. It's like we can't do this. So we're eventually moving it back to, you know, bi-weekly. So yeah,
0: my brother who runs uh, a financial media company called The yeah. Trade Risk, uh, he has is a prolific YouTuber and blogger, mm-hmm. um, and he puts out all this financial uh, stuff content. He's just getting into podcasting, and he fell for the same trap. You you think podcast, and you think, well, it's just this. You it's just this one hour conversation Mm. or half an hour conversation. And you forget that, uh, you know, there's the logistics of scheduling, getting people prepared, talking to them. And then there's everything that happens that pulls down a podcast, technical difficulties, bad audio, somebody's Mm. just not feeling it and he's going through those now and he is literally losing his mind. He's on episode three and he's like, I don't, he's like, Matt, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore because it's just way more work than I thought. And I said, well, he sweats a lot of the details. So I said, you got to pull back on some of those details. He's editing absolutely everything that's, you know, to the, to the, to the spoken word. And it just drowns you. If you're, if you're trying to get this thing moving and figure yourself out as a podcaster, like Mm -hmm. everything else, people start out their podcast or their idea or their product or their service. And they say, I'm going to be X to all of these people. And then 20 episodes in, you have found a completely different voice and you found yeah. a completely different topic that you're really interested in. So it, it's going to change uh, in every 20 episode, episodes or so.
1: Oh, wow. So it's, it's around twenty—that's that, that's a very good tip. So would you suggest podcasting for every business owner? Do you think everyone should do a podcast?
0: I don't think everyone should do a podcast, but I think everyone should prepare to be on a podcast. Well, I like that um, answer. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think the best thing you can do is I'm at my home studio, so I, I'm just using my um, ATR twenty one hundred USB microphone. It's like seventy five bucks or ninety bucks on Amazon. Yeah. I have it's, my
1: blu Ray over here. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like the best investment that you can make. If you're trying to do content marketing, and I say that because you're either going to start a podcast or you're mm-hmm. going to record a screencast or you're going to do a video for your business, one of these assets that you're going mm-hmm. to create yourself. Or if you're smart, you're going to be on somebody's live stream, somebody else's podcast. And the absolute worst thing you can do in a world of audio and video is have bad audio, <laughs> right? Yeah, so Yeah,
1: exactly. Get audio rid, thing.
0: Yeah, get rid of the Apple earbuds you know, okay. with the inline mic that drags up against your shirt or your oh, hair, that's
1: the worst. you know, and just oh,
0: get, get a $75 microphone. Or I have this, this um, Sennheiser uh, headset, which has a great boom mic. And I use this as a backup just in case something happens midstream yeah. here. Yeah. Um, but also I use this on zoom calls and stuff like that when I'm presenting. So just invest sure. yeah. a little bit into the microphone. So the that's a long way of saying not everyone should do a podcast, but everyone should be prepared to be on one. I think. Yeah, you know,
1: webinars and I mean there's still purpose for that stuff. So all right, now tell us a little bit about, about Matt, Matt Report, Southcast, WP Minute, Audience, and, then this one, and <laughs> the random show or to pick one or just. I also like... do.
0: I also do like three YouTube channels as well. Oh, so. <laughs> forgot about
1: yes. And I'm like, <laughs> and you have three little boys. How yeah. do sleep?
0: Yeah. And a WordPress plugin. So, so oh, I
1: forgot about that. Oh my yeah. God, So do
0: do the audio stuff is really, I mean, the, the podcast stuff for me anyway is, is fairly easy. I, you know, believe it or not eight years into this becoming a little bit more regimented in how I approach this stuff. Mm. You know, the biggest thing for me, that's, that keeps uh the, I hope anyway, the, the quality of the content pretty good is spending uh, time with my, with my guests in a pre-interview. Mm. That's, oh, that's a good idea. you know, yeah. that's sort of a, a default thing that I have to do with everyone, unless they're podcasters and they really, really get this thing. Um, but if, there's a lot of people that approach me to be on the show, on all of the various shows, and it's always like, hey, that's that's no problem. Let's let's do it if you have a great story, um, and you're not just pitching me the same old thing. But let's get on a pre interview and find just one, maybe two topics. Because you know how it goes when you get on a show, you can say, hey, tell me about the top 10 things that you do. And you only really get to one and everything sort of spaced mm-hmm. out. So I'll really drill down in 15 minutes to kind of build up some rapport, get to know who they are, um, get to know one thing they can really speak well to that I can yeah, draw, I draw out in, in uh, 30, 40 minutes. And then I just give them the high level overview of what they should expect, you know, show up, have some mm-hmm. energy, have good audio as best as possible, We'll talk for thirty minutes, and um, you know, we'll just uh, anything. I don't edit unless you say something you want me to remove; I'll remove it. But otherwise, it's just the casual conversation. And then yeah, we'll, that's we'll what I like out about out podcasts.
1: It. That's what I like about podcasts is that I can't listen to Terry Gross. Like my, my mom's yeah. always like saying, "Like, oh, yeah, I hear Terry Gross this episode. I can't. It's too edited. It's too yeah. professional. I like the gaps. like when Leo Laporte on Twitter fell off his um his bouncy ball. He sits mm-hmm. on a ball and he fell off it one day." Mm-hmm. he left it in there he's oh we're gonna edit that out well he left that part in yeah. you know it, it makes it human it makes it, like this is fun what's gonna happen next kind yeah of
0: thing, so. the only drawback to that um yeah. the, if i play devil's advocate for a moment is yeah, i listen go. i do listen to a, or or I, I used to listen to a lot of marketing podcasts <laughs> yeah. that take that advice of uh like just how personal it is and they turn that into I don't care about how the audio sounds. <laughs> so there are yeah, some yeah. like really, uh, you know, great marketers, like people who I think are doing really good in, in their job and they have great advice. And then I listen to their podcast and it's, it's like they're in a 15 foot, you know, the ceilings are 15 feet high. It's echo reverb and they're using their laptop microphone. Yeah. And that's fine if you have to start that way. There's nothing wrong with starting that way. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you committed a dozen shows that way, but eventually, Please upgrade. upgrade. Like I said, spend the 75 bucks and get a halfway decent microphone because I literally can't listen to it. Like it's painful. It's it's painful. And the way that I listen to podcasts, probably just like you, my kids are running all over the place. I'm making dinner. I'm outside, like doing something in the yard, you know, commuting or whatever. Like it just needs to be halfway decent audio.
1: Yeah. So here's so all right. So speaking about halfway decent audio and there's definitely audio out there that isn't halfway decent. I think you might know where I'm going with this. Maybe not. What do you think about Clubhouse and Twitter spaces? Because that's all done via your phone. I mean you I mean you can jerry rig your phone with a mic, you know, you can get really into it and make a studio kind of thing for it. No one who's gonna do that. what's the start on this stuff
0: i mean the the podcaster in me says i like a body of work Uh, i like an archivable searchable repurposable is that a word uh body of audio work or content work Mm -hmm. Um, i get the attraction to uh, clubhouse and twitter spaces marketers love a new thing and that's Mm -hmm. always great to just try to get ahead of the curve um, but I'm not a huge fan of committing time to something that just vanishes in 24 hours. Like I'm not a huge yeah. Instagram Stories person or Stories on I any platform that, person. Yeah. Probably because I'm old. Uh, but you know, That's I know exactly there's a lot of so, people yeah. that engage that way, and it's fantastic for engaging. I just wouldn't commit. Like if I was starting a podcast or had a podcast like I do now, it it would only be a 10% thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, does, dabble in it, play with it. But I'm not going to commit something. Uh, to one to a massive social platform that I don't have control over. Like I would a yeah. blog or a new newsletter or a podcast, even YouTube to a degree. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I want something that's, that shows a body of work. I don't want to put this time into it. And six months later, there's like 50 yeah. hours of audio just gone, um, oh, th- that tough. I could have on my website.
1: It's the journalist to me too. I mean, I was a journalist for six years and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I have to keep everything. Yeah, I, I have even if I never. I mean, even I have podcasts on archive.org that I put up there because I'm like I'm not going to keep the hosting going for it. Maybe I'll put them on Castos because I can do that. But you know, the idea is that you know I keep it somewhere so if I ever need to go back. It, it's an archive. It's somewhere there. Someone can look at it and say, oh, "Man, that was terrible." Yeah, <laughs> that yep. kind of thing. But real fast, let's thank our sponsor real fast. We want to thank Savvy Cow. Not Savvy Cow, as this Philadelphia can say, Savvy Cow
0: bostonians is, would say savvy car really <laughs> no i
1: don't know <laughs> oh so we can, well, it's savvy cal as in calendar um it's a scheduling tool for, that your recipients will love to use i've tried all kinds of these suckers calendly they're all the same you have to have your calendar on one side that on the other is a list of times you got to kind of synchronize savvy cal makes it so that you can actually superimpose your calendar on top of Person, the person who has Savvy Cow's calendar and find the time that works for you, it's great. I love it. The links in the show notes definitely check it out, it's less cumbersome. I love it. It, It's you know, I'm starting to figure out how to do it for for the podcasting show. I haven't figured that one out yet because it's better just to things the old fashioned way, but I gotta figure that out. But you know, it's pretty good. So, all right, so what would be in closing, what would be the, the biggest tip you could tell people? With, that are in business, small business, mid sized businesses that want to go into are intrigued by podcasts. And maybe they know of your podcast, one of your many pl- plethora podcasts. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, Matt does it. I like what he does. What would you suggest? They, like, what, what, one tip that you could say they could take away?
0: Yeah. One of the things that gets undervalued the most is, um, well, you know, the, the age old advice is everything takes time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number one. So if you, once you can understand that pod, especially podcasting being the long game, uh, that the connections that you make and the opportunities that arise from a podcast are so undervalued because they are not predictable. Mm-hmm. There's just tons of opportunities that I've run into. um, and business to be had relationships to be made from just the podcast, you know, not even the people that you interview that make connections, but other people just know of you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just like how people get excited still to this day about whatever appearing in the local newspaper. People are just like, Oh, I, I made the newspaper. Like it's still some, this, this huge There's thing, pride, yeah. right. That, that happens the same as, is, is, is said for podcasting, you know, one of, When I started my local podcast, which is local to the south coast of Massachusetts, southcoast.fm, I was two episodes in. I walked into a a local coffee shop that I go to, and somebody's like, oh, you're that podcaster. And I was like, who the hell (laughs) listens to Matt Report around here? Right? So I was like, oh, yeah, Um, like the Matt Report. And she was like, no, Matt Report, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, You just interviewed this girl, Caitlin, that I know. And Caitlin happens to be an owner of of a fitness company down here. And I was like, how did that even happen? Like, how did that happen so <laughs> fast that, like, in the local space, it really works? And, um, that's a little, you know, top secret advice. I think people should focus more on local podcasts as well because yeah. you can really dominate a market. Um, but just the act of doing it, people start to recognize you. And, and at least in the local space, that was a domino effect of where people have, um, you know, started to refer to me as the local podcasting guy. And it's like, man, I've been doing this for eight eight years on on the internet with air quotes. Suddenly I do a local show and everyone refers to me this way. And it's just like, how did that happen so fast? A local Um, celebrity. Yeah. And even in the WordPress space, like I know there's people that don't listen to every single episode, which is totally fine, but they know that I still do it. So they see that consistency stay up and they still know that I'm there. And they can always tune in or refer somebody, you know, in the future. So like that longstanding networking is so undervalued.
1: Yeah. I remember when you said, when you were talking about Matt Report, trying to figure out, well, what, how you wanted to take it. I think it was like this past, this season. And I was like, is he not going to talk about WordPress anymore? About WordPress anymore? <laughs> yeah. And then, then, then you started talking about WordPress in a different realm, more in a way of business and stuff. I'm like, I like this better. And then you, then you came out with WP Minute, which is not a minute. Every once in a while, it's like five minutes. And This last one, five minutes cool.
0: will be the most it'll ever be.
1: Oh, really? Because the last one was 15 minutes. You well, know, that dude. was a
0: special breaking news interview. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Well, I, was like, I saw that and I was like, whoa. But it was a really good one. I really enjoyed it. So everyone has to go check out the WP Minute. So the recap, you have the Matt Report at mattreport.com. You have WP Minute at WP
0: Minute.fm. Nope, the WP Minute.com.
1: Oh, so close. <laughs> South Coast.fm. <laughs> .fm. <dot> FM. <laughs> What else? I'm oh, castos. uh, castos,
0: Castos.com slash audience for the audience podcast.
1: Audience podcast. The random show is random. Random show.net. Oh, yeah. Net, net there. <laughs> and then what else you got there?
0: Um YouTube.com slash castos. That's where I do my podcast YouTube channel. Uh YouTube.com slash plugin tut for plug-in tutorials.
1: Oh, yeah. We have yeah, he has that too. Yeah, which is really good.
0: <laughs> just he's a busy man. Just content, content, content.
1: But yeah, but you're hey, you are you lo- you doing what you love, which is what matters. So Matt, this is so much fun. And so everyone, reach out. I mean, those who are watching the video can see that we have a little ticker going on down there. Um, You can email us at hello at digitalmarketingdive.com. You can get all of our links at dmd.fm. You had to get the FM in there. Digital Marketing Dive everywhere else. Twitter, it's smushed because they have some arbitrary character limit. So marketing is squished. But um, if you're enjoying the season, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, or even better because I'm not a big fan of Apple Podcasts podcast directory of your choice like pod chaser is fantastic you know i put some lists up there so follow me over there as well and we will see you in two weeks thanks matt thank you in the broadcast.